I wanted to hear what the team had to say because if they have a larger vision, then perhaps they also have ideas, resources, and tools that can help us grow to that larger vision that I haven't considered. Um, and then we threw in some pizza, some wings, some dessert, and just had a good time um, just focusing on being a team. Welcome to Commerce and Chill. I'm Jessica Johnson Cope. Waleed. Hi, Waleed. Hi, Jessica. And welcome. If this is your first time visiting Commerce and Chill land, we are business partners. We're married. We have two businesses that we operate together. And so we take a couple of minutes every week to talk about the intersection of entrepreneurship, small business ownership, life, love, and marriage. So, any words for, for our first-time visitors? Welcome. Um, and enjoy. <laughs> <laughs> That's it. If you haven't been keeping up, we recently hired some new team members. And uh -oh. one... Uh, what you uh-oh for? <laughs> I know it's coming, but go for it. So, one of our new team members has prompted a challenge. And we're encouraging all of our viewers, our listeners, anybody that takes a peek at Commerce and Chill to subscribe so that Mr. Volquez, our new team member, can keep his job. The challenge is we have to increase our subscribership, our subscription base, <laughs> 5X. 5X. 5X, not of the current number. Of the, from the time that Mr. Volquez started. And that was what? 50? Was it three weeks ago? No. It was 47. 47. He He's knows keeping exactly. count. How many is it today, Mr. Volquez? Uh, 69. 69. Okay, so we got a ways to go. He's a really nice guy, and he's a great creative. So help Mr. Volquez keep his job. Tell a friend, tell a foe, tell your mama now. Tell your auntie. As you say it all the time, tell your auntie. And then we went to dinner for, for Wally's birthday, and sure enough, my aunt was like, how do I see your show? And sure enough, what she I asked everybody to, to do, I helped her subscribe. So so she was like probably number 49. <laughs> so help your auntie, your grandma, your mama now subscribe to Commerce and Chill. So what's going on in the business world? Just Mr. hustling. Cole? Just trying to make a dollar out of 15 cents, bro. Make a dollar out of 15 cents. That's all I'm trying to do. I'm trying to take, trying to capitalize on the opportunities out there. While other people are still sleeping, I'm trying to drink their milkshakes with a long <laughs> straw. So you couldn't just say a big straw. A big straw? Yeah. No, it's the difference between a big straw and a long straw because a big straw could be a regular limb straw and it's just really fat and you could just suck a lot through it. I need a long straw because I'm getting the milkshakes over there. I'm getting the milkshakes over here. I'm getting milkshakes everywhere. I'm just drainage I'm getting it all if you don't get the milkshake reference check out there will be blood featuring daniel day lewis near the end of sponsor? the movie like you be giving mad details no i'm check just trying to give context daniel day lewis just trying to give context today's sponsor episode we like to thank there will be blood <laughs> we like to thank there will be blood for giving us the idea of how we could juxtapose what we do in our businesses to some of the famous uh, creative analogies out there so 
Yeah, we take our straws and drink other people's milkshakes, but you got to stay on your game, especially in the age of COVID, because people are acting like it's all doom and gloom. It's not. This is an era where we're going to see some of the greatest transfer of wealth in the history of of this nation the question is are you going to be on the receiving end or are you going to be on the giving end as for me in my house we will receive because every step we take moves us closer to building wealth for our team members for our household and for our community so we encourage you to get a plan on how you are going to build wealth with your people whomever you define as your people well, there you go. Well, from one hand to the other, make sure it's coming to your hand and not leaving your hand. So you said have a plan. Have a plan. So there's always plans. Some people have them. And not having a plan is also a plan because you chose not to have. Your plan was not to make a plan. And you know what they say? It. If you play, fail to plan, you plan to fail. We're not trying to fail over here. Okay. Not in a cope household. So... When it comes to planning, in JSB, let's start, put you on the spot with JSB. JSB is Johnson Security Bureau, our security guard services firm, which is based in the South Bronx. She explains everything. So, JSB, when it comes to plan, like, you totally just threw me off with this whole, like, you jump in and, like, you're like the, you know, you remind me of when you do that? The person, when the mayor comes on, is doing the sign language in the, on the side screen or when they're talking, and that per- I look at that person the whole time when they're doing sign language because the expressions be just making me look at it. I have no idea what the person is talking that they're translating for. I just be looking at the person doing sign language, and I'd be like, damn, they, they, they got skills. So what I was trying to say before you um, gave the definition of JSB, and I, I hope our, our viewers and listeners know what JSB means by now. If not, now you know. But you talked about planning and failing and the transfer of wealth from one hand to another. So looking at JSB, Johnson Security Bureau, what, 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 do you, what do you do or what are you putting in place to put together that? How are you putting your plans together? Because when you have a team of people, you have almost 200 people roughly at JSB. You can't just say, oh, you know what? Tomorrow, everybody, you know, wear green shirts to work. Like, I'm sure there's some planning and some thought behind things you do. So how do you get the team involved in planning to make sure not only that it gets executed, but that you get buy-in from the team? And it's deeper than buy-in too, but you get feedback from the team too because that's important for it to get executed and move forward. So just to give you context, if you don't know our story, um, I've been in my capacity in leadership here at Johnson Security for the past 12 years. And when I took over the company, we had a... a handful of employees. We had a little over a dozen employees. And so it was relatively easy to run a business with about a dozen employees because I could be very hands-on. But over the years, we've grown. We have more people who work for us. We have additional clients that we service. And so on my own, I'm not able to manage everything independently. So as a result, our internal team has also grown. We now have, what, 14 people here in the office? Yeah, 14, well, 15 now. We just had a, a new team member start this week. Shout out to our new intern, Miss Anise. We're sitting on top of each other. 
No, we're not, because this is COVID. We practice social distancing. We just wear masks. I'm getting bunk desks next. You heard of bunk beds? I'm getting bunk desks. I'm going to have people stacked up. Well, you know, for some people, they might want to live where they work because it's a lot cheaper and then the risk of getting... Live where they work? Yeah, some people... Oh, that's live, a whole nother okay. episode. Can we, can, so I'm just trying to give people context. Uh, sometimes you might be giving too much context. The, the, the rabbit hole. Oh, no rabbit hole, but... To grow from 16 people to almost 160 people, it required bring in more team members internally to support the corporate infrastructure. And it takes sharing the vision more so than just executing the vision on my part. And so we recently conducted, oh, to that end, to grow the business, I also went through a lot of classes and I read a lot of books. And you hear all the time about mastermind groups don't make that face okay come on let's go <laughs> come on you come on about mastermind groups you know getting with other like-minded people so you can exchange ideas and hold each other accountable and i said well we got a mastermind here in the office okay um recently we've been looking at an opportunity um because there have been some changes in our industry um in particular one of our clients who's also a competitor is transitioning to be acquired by another competitor and so the landscape of our industry is going to change so rather than wait and watch the wealth trickle away from us i decided to get ahead of the game okay and we're going to create a, a game plan here at johnson security on how we're going to win the shift in the industry all right as pastor hayes said we're going to own our shift. Okay. And so I called a meeting of the minds of everybody here in the office because I have a vision. And in order to prevent division, which is cutting the vision into multiple parts, I wanted to get buy-in from the team. And so last week we hosted or conducted a brainstorming session. So not a mastermind, but brainstorming with the beautiful minds. Okay, we're making progress. It's a brainstorming. Now what? Brainstorming. So I had an agenda in mind and kind of deferred to one of the, the, the office leaders to kind of let her run the meeting. Okay. But then the meeting ended up taking on a life of its own. So do you want to take it from there or you want me to keep talking? Well, I, I, my question is, you know, what were you doing to plan? So you answered the question saying that you did the brainstorm because of what's going on in our industry. So you had a plan, but now because it changes in, in the industry, you brought all hands on deck and you had a brainstorming session with the team for like part of the day, for like part of half the day. So in that brainstorming, you mentioned that you elicited ideas from team members during that session. So be, before you even talk about the ideas of blah, 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 we know why you did it. Why, why, why do you feel or why was it important for you to get input from the team members? You, you, the, you, the, C, you the CEO, you the president, you own the company. You can just say, listen, tomorrow we're doing this. Why, do you, why is it important for you to get the input from your team versus saying, listen, this is my company. This is what I want to do. Everybody go out there and just freaking do it. Yeah, I could do that, but then I could limit the results that we have. I think of it as like your body, right? You have one head, two hands, two feet, two legs. They all do something differently. Okay. 
but you don't you don't cut off your head because it can't do what your hand does, right? So in essence, I may be just one part of the body, but I wanted to number one, demonstrate to everyone here in the office that they play a special role in how we move, live and breathe. Number two, I wanted to give them the opportunity to buy in to the vision. I also wanted to take time to listen, to hear where our team members here in the office thought the business could go because I might see the business being a $10 million business, wherein Mr. Holman might see it as being a $50 million business. Where Mr. Volquez may, may see it as being a hundred thousand a hundred million dollar business. That's eight thousand a million. You said ten million. Ten million. Ten million, hundred million. Oh, okay. Um, and so I wanted to hear what the team had to say because if they have a larger vision, then perhaps they also have ideas, resources, and tools that can help us grow to that larger vision that I haven't considered. Um, and then we threw in some pizza, some wings, some dessert, and just had a good time um, just focusing on being a team. So that was, that were, that's what the overall goal was. So that's why those are the three things why you got the team's input. Yes. Okay. So w- from doing that, what, those are the three reasons why you did it. What do you feel were the benefits from doing it? So a couple of things. Number one, I realized that the people we have on the team are not the people that we used to have on the team. So we have a Amen lot. Amen to that. We have a lot of new faces on our team. And I just broke the audio engineer's eardrums. <laughs> so there's a lot of different people on the team. We have a lot of different people on the team. And what I've learned in 12 years of doing this is that we go through phases, right? And so the people who go through one portion of the journey may not be the people who go through the next portion of the journey with you. It's just like there's some friends that you may have had in elementary school that when you get to high school, you don't talk to them anymore. If you see them on the street, you'll speak, but they're not going to be your go-to people. They're not going to be the people that you have your intimate conversations with. They may not even be the people that you invite to the barbecue over the summer, but If you see them, you grab a drink and keep it moving. Um, And so I was reminded that the people who used to be on the team, I appreciate how far they came with us, but realize that we can't go into the next season with those people. And I'm also especially grateful for the people who we have on the team now because there's a new energy, there's a new sense of positivity, there's a new and fresh direction, um, and I feel like I'm better to, able to lead the folks who are on the team now than the people who were previously on the team. So thank you for your service. God bless you, and welcome aboard to all our new team members. And in any business, you may have to reevaluate your goals. You may have to reevaluate your team members because, again, what got you here may not get you there. So don't be afraid to take a step back and be honest with yourself about the pros and cons of the team members as well as the division. Okay, so you brought that all together talking about, you know, the benefits of having. So when you did this, was it the whole firm? Was it the whole office t- staff? Or did you just take p- each individual team and meet with them? 
for these brainstorming sessions? For this most recent one? Yeah. For the most recent one, it was everybody except for one person who so wrote, all the who all the teams remotely. in the office. Yes. So why all the teams versus doing it individual with the teams? Um, because sometimes there can be disconnects when we work very closely within a department or within a team. You may not know what people are doing in other teams, and they may not know what you're doing. So sometimes it seems like you're operating in silos. So when we all come together as a group, it allows to demonstrate to one another what you've been working on and how vital what you do is important to what they're doing. And it also helps to generate new enthusiasm and new ideas because Somebody um, from the content team would say, well, have you thought about doing it this way? And then someone from talent management was like, oh, well, we thought you only did this. Can you all get videos and write us some copy for this? It's like, oh, well, operations tells you, oh, you didn't know we've been working on that all along. And so maybe because we're a small organization and everybody's so close, we take it for granted that everybody else knows what's going on. Um, and so it just kind of allowed us to kind of fill the void of not always communicating with the disparate teams are doing to help the company reach its ultimate goal. Okay. So bringing the teams together so they could know what each other's doing, how they impact each other, how they relate to each other and how they can help each other. So taking all that and that experience, there's plenty of, you know, our community out there who are in business or starting a business or they have a side hustle, things of that nature. Um, how would you say they could use some of the same things you did during this brainstorming session to help grow their business, whether, you know, it's with their team and using their, their input and, and advice from their team members to grow their firm? So it's twofold. Number one, you'll hear me say this repeatedly in the Bible. It talks about write the vision, make it plain so that men may run with it. It's important that you ca capture um, what it is your vision is so that you can share it with others. And I'm a big, big advocate of vision boarding, creating vision boards. So creating a personal vision board, creating a corporate vision board, creating a department vision board. And so the brainstorming session was a bootleg version of a vision board exercise okay we did a bootleg vision board oh because we had the, there was a, an organized some type of order to the brainstorming session so that we could capture very specific information and that everybody had to give input on the same items and some occasionally people are hesitant to share their ideas especially in large groups um, but i also asked for the team members to write things down so that what they wrote could be incorporated into a larger vision document. Um, and if we want, we can add pictures, we can add vi video to it. But then we gave it life by documenting what we discussed in the brainstorming session. So in your personal life, if you haven't already done so, create a vision board so that you get very clear about what it is you want and what it is you will do to get what you want. And then on the business side, you can do something similar or you can brainstorm with your team members and capture their thoughts so that you have something documented that you can run with as you try to grow your business, your enterprise. Okay. So they can use the brainstorming you said to grow their business. 
well, not the brainstorming, but getting the input from their team members to grow their business by documenting it, put, making it concrete, and then sharing that so then each team member can conceptualize it, can vision it, and then as a team, they can execute it. Exactly. I okay. couldn't have said it better myself. I just want to make sure I got it right. I'm sitting here making notes as you're going, so I don't want to give the wrong information back to our team members out there. But don't you do something similar at the soapbox? Nah, we just wing it. <laughs> we just wing it. It's all. It's like, yo, you got dirty clothes? I know you got dirty clothes. You had that on yesterday. Give it to me. That's all we do. It's no real brain summer. No, but you, you get the, the team members at the soapbox together and you exchange ideas about what's working, what's not working. You may not go through the exercise of documenting it, but you do use feedback from the team to make adjustments to how we operate the business. A hundred percent. Yeah, we, we do it, but it's just it's on a, a different format than we do here at JSB. Um, but at the soapbox, it's a smaller team. So there's like eight of us now. So it's more running gun type shotgun style for there because everybody's, what are you shaking your head for? Cause I'm I just said, listening. Cause I said shotgun. I'm just listening dear. Running gun. Um, yeah, it's running gun for us. Like, cause it, we're, everybody's like in and out. We're here. It's like people, we sit down, we have these like in group interactions. It's a, it's a different environment and, and neither one is good or bad. It's just a different style for each one. So they're like, we're always on the move. The team members who do the deliveries that run the store, you know, I'm running in and out. So we'll all get together at those times or they'll come in and out and it's like, and it's constant feedback. So someone comes back or team members come back from doing deliveries and they're like, Hey, this happened with the app or Hey, this client, like one of the team members called me this morning. He was like, yeah, so-and-so customer called. She got one of the new bags and she's like, she wanted a new one and didn't get it because we started giving out new bags to all the clients and to track the orders and things of that nature. And then she, we made sure we incorporated that into her order. So she got it on the delivery. So he called me and like, when he delivered it, she's like, Mr. Cope, she, she was ecstatic. She was very happy. So that feedback for us, it, it translates in, in different ways because it's like many brainstorming sessions with team members as we're going in and out. And then sometimes it just happens on the fly where team members are coming on shift, team members are coming off. And then we get into a, a discussion and it turns into like a little mini powwow and then people hang behind and then we talk about like what we, what ideas they have, what we could be doing better. What's great that the team is small there. When we, those ideas come up, we, we are able to implement them really fast. So somebody would be like, Oh, we should, you know, we should start trying this and like, yeah, do it tomorrow or do it tonight. Like when the shift changes, start immediately on the next round of orders. So yeah, we do it. We just do it in a different fashion and you know, it works. Like, And let me make myself perfectly clear. I've tried to conduct brainstorming sessions at JSB in the past, and one time was an epic fail. I don't know if it was because I hadn't properly prepared, but I went to Staples. I brought all the great post-it notes and markers and chart paper. I rented a space um, so that we could get away from the office. I ordered lunch. and You rented a space? Yeah, we got one of those office conference rooms down at Wall Street. Remember? Oh, yeah, that was a straight cluster. I do remember that. Gosh, that, yeah. Oh, that was painful. And the results were less than stellar. And it led to which to, to oh, one of damn, our, I like it was a year-end planning strategy session for the next year. And yeah. it ended up being 
just a real pooky year. And I think it was due in part to there not being a shared vision and not getting really strong results from the brainstorming session. So the people who are involved make a really big well, difference. That's what I was going to say. You can have a brainstorming session. You can have anything. If you don't, you could have a team. You could have a, a football team, a baseball team. You could have, I don't know, a pizza delivery team. If you don't have the right people on that team, vision or no vision, if without the right people, it's going to fall apart sooner or later, maybe sooner than later or maybe a little later because you have a couple strong people who are carrying the weak people. But sooner or later, the whole damn thing is going to fall apart. So sounds like what you're saying, the moral of this is to leave everybody with the golden nugget or the golden ticket if this was Willy Wonka, that you want to make sure you have the right people on the team, one. And when you have the right people on a team or as you're getting the right people on a team, you want to be constantly eliciting feedback and information from those team members and then executing that as you grow that team and bring it closer and closer together. I agree. I'm just trying to find why you're smiling so hard while I'm saying this. Like, I don't know. Because this is I'm re- listening to your wisdom, Waleed Cope. This is really weird. Um, yeah. So the right members on the team, getting the information from them, and then executing on that information as a team, not as an individual. And as a quick caveat, you can do the same thing in your personal relationships. That you sit down and you brainstorm about what your vision is for your relationship. What type of outcomes do you want to have? How much money do you want to make? Where do you want to live? Do a vision board for your household and... You'll be amazed, budget. not just the budget. Oh, because you know I'm saying include that. Yes. Include that. Yeah. yeah. Include the budget. We were just on Marvelous Monday, Marriage Monday the other day, and we talked about money and marriage. Um, but remember, you can also use brainstorming in your personal life to get feedback from the people that matter, document it, and then execute like your family depended on it like your wealth depends on it they do just they do this generation depends on it and all the generations after you depend on it so tap into the beautiful minds around you and make a difference so that you can grow and develop your wealth thank you for visiting commerce and chill i'm jessica johnson co i'm waleed subscribe and we hope to see you back soon Thank you.